Hey everyone, this is Joe from Thunk Tank Podcast, and thank you for joining us here on our latest episode after a bit of a thunk hiatus. Uh, we've been very busy this summer, but we're very happy to be back and offering you this episode based on our very relevant, incredible expertise all about lying. We went a little bit over here, so we're going to split this into two parts. Uh, one part's more hilarious than the other. I'm not going to say which, so I guess you should probably listen to them both. So yeah, hope you enjoy. And as well, if you want to hear more content, you can check us out on our main website at thunktankpodcast.com or also uh, for further extras and drunk tank exclusives, you can find that at patreon.com slash thunktankpodcast. Other than that, hope you enjoy and uh, we love you. And that's not Boy a- cock, girl cock, E-I-E-I-O. I was gonna say that's not a lie, but uh, here we go. Attention humans, this is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Welcome. Come into our, come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking. And we're thinking. <laughs> and we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. Right. And um, we are going on this end. We'll All right, so it. this is uh, a scene from a Ricky Gervais movie called The Invention of Lying. Oh, great one, yeah. And it's a alternate reality Earth where nobody's thought of lying. They're in the modern era with computers and TVs. Like, it's Earth, but without lying on it. And people that's, are just brutally yeah. honest. That's my favorite movie um, I've never seen. They don't, they're said, honest like, because, like, the, the, the concept of a lie there's doesn't no, exist. Oh, there's no concept. Is this the one where he gets hit by the bus? No, no, no. Maybe. I don't know. No, that's Bruce he, Almighty. Ah, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a also a movie movies. about lying, right? <laughs> oh, no, in a way. In a way. No, that's the same actor, though. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, I thought I was thinking No, Liar, Liar is a movie. I thought that was Pulp Fiction. That's also a movie. So anyways, <laughs> this is a world where you can't, like, there nobody's thought, not that you can't, but nobody's thought of the concept of lying. It just doesn't exist. And he invents it by accident, like at the bank, he's about to get evicted. I have, and he knows he doesn't have enough money in his bank, so he just makes up a number and they give him the money. And he right. realizes he... And so he realizes he's got this superpower, basically, because nobody else can do it. And so he goes to the bar with his best friend, Louis C.K., who's just a drunk, and the bartender, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and they have this whole conversation. He tries to explain to them. He tries to get the concept of lying, and they just, they don't get it. He's the only person who can get it, it seems. So here, here we go. How do I explain this? I said something that wasn't. Huh? I said something that wasn't, I, what's the word for it? Um, there isn't a word for it. Of course there isn't, I invented it. Um, what's this? Jim? What? My name is Doug. Your name is Doug. Hi, Doug. It's so weird, <laughs> I never knew your real that. name. Yeah. Doug is good, it suits you. Come on. What's my name? It's Doug. Doug? No, it's not. It's Mark. Your name is Mark. <laughs> I'm Mark. Mark suits you even better. 
Marco. Okay, you're not. You're not. So he tries again. Um, Marco. I'm black. I knew it. Oh, you're very light skin, but I can see it. I I always wanted a black friend. Me too. I'm an Eskimo. Fantastic. I've never seen a black Eskimo. I'm a pirate. (laughs) I didn't know they still had those. Are you a dangerous pirate? I'm a lion tamer. And I'm wearing a wig. Aren't you scared you'll get bitten one day? That's a fantastic wig. I invented the bicycle. I love your work. Can I get a discount on a 10-speed? I'm a one-armed German space explorer. When's your launch date? Guten Tag. It's a very uh, lifelike prosthetic. It's incredible. <laughs> so, so he, that's what I think when he realizes I'm the only one who can do this. It, that is. He thinks he's the first to figure it out, but it turns out just he's the only one capable of it. He went through a portal. How did he get there? No, he just figured it out. Like he's one just day. a loser. Oh, that's just who realized in this so alternate in this world yeah. that like okay. uh, essentially if if a cop came up to you and said, "Excuse me, sir, what are you doing on on the corner of this road or something like that?" and you said, "Just minding my own business," he'd say, "Okay, have a good one." Because like that the idea of a the, criminal lying to him doesn't he doesn't that have a category in the, for that. In the movie too, he gets pulled over by a cop and he's clearly drunk. And like he throws him down and breathalyzes him. Like he is wasted. Louis wasted the character. And then he just goes, Whoa, whoa, listen to what I have to say. He's not drunk. And the guy goes, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I sometimes get sexually aroused from the violence. So sometimes I overreact. Like they're just brutally honest, even if they're terrible people. It doesn't mean everyone's good. They're just they just don't have that in and them. And they show that 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 play out in that movie with like um dating, you know? Like oh, you gosh. go on a first date and someone's like uh, so do you want to do this again? It's like, I don't think so. You're pretty fat and like you're, you're not my type, you know? Yeah. I would say first dates are mostly lies. And you could tell I would the say movie human interaction is mostly lies. Yeah, exactly. You could, you could yeah, and you could tell the idea for the movie came from Ricky meeting people and being like he just he wants to Larry David Eskley say what he's thinking. Like they go into the casino and the lady walks up to him and goes, I'd ra- I'd be a stripper, but I'm not attractive enough. Would you guys like drinks? It's just the things that you would want to say. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I'll just write a show about a world yeah, that people just, do say. It's just things. Larry David dementia like on display. There's actually a really right. great interview between uh, Ricky Gervais is interviewing Larry David. Nice. On on it's somewhere on YouTube, and um, he's talking about like why is Curb Your Enthusiasm so good? It's that in the if those situations are real, and of course they're they're hyper Seinfeldy and made up, but if they are real, Larry does and says what we wish we had the courage to do. Yeah. You know? Is that the one where they're drinking whiskey the whole time? Uh Ricky's usually drinking just generally. See, I was just he made drinking that up. during that was a lot. Uh, the Oscars or whatever. The Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. He was just yeah. Dude, I love just Ricky, man. He cuz like as a comedian, he knows that the role of comedy is just to if someone's telling you what you can't say, he's he's going to go ahead and say it and be like, "But I didn't say it." It's the character. Well, also, you now you made it funny that you told me. Now it, like, "Oh, that's what I can't do, then it'll be funny when I do do." It. But this has nothing to do with lying. That's true. I mean, well, I mean Yeah. Well, well let, let me start by asking you all a question. Have you have either of you? All right, so we're gonna edit out from eighteen to twenty-one, and then can you mark that down, Johnny? Mark that down. Luke just did by saying it out loud. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. the thing, the thing I wanted to say was that one of the first activities we do in class uh, every semester, because it's so important. One of the core concepts is, yeah, you need to know the difference between in. I mean, in writing class, it's true, but I think just in thought in general, and that's why I always say is that I'm not teaching good writing. I'm trying to teach good thought. And one of the first things you need to be able to do is to distinguish between what is a fact and what is an opinion, right? 
And one of the things that they ask is, well, wait a minute. And there are border cases, right? But but to start that initial low-resolution category difference. Well, and they say, well, what if I say, uh, you know, Donald Trump became president in 2015? And you would say that's you could say that's a lie. You're saying something that's wrong. But is there a difference between something that's just an incorrect fact and something that's intentionally meant to deceive? Right. That's the difference between being stupid and lying. Yes. There, so there is a di- there is a clear difference that's worth. But it's not always clear because it's people can clear, psychologically yeah. lie to themselves yes. at different levels. It gets complicated. If someone's man. repressing some shit from their childhood, you wouldn't call that as much of a lie yeah, as exactly. if somebody is thinking to themselves like, oh, let me just not tell this thing that, that, you know, like if the lie is much more on the surface, something they just did and they're like, no, I didn't do that. Yeah. Wait, didn't you, weren't you cooking in here? No, no, it wasn't me. that's another thing why it's so complicated and it takes so much thought because another one that a student actually brought up to me last semester and I thought this is actually a really good example was he said, well, what if I tell you that the Spartans were, uh, the Spartan army from, you know, 500 BC was the best army in history. And I, I said, well, that would be an opinion. And he said, well, what if I pick specific criteria about like calculatable criteria about their endurance or something? And I say like, yes, they, they could run the fastest. It was tested and compared to all others, they run the fastest and we're deciding that's the criteria for what the best army is. And I said, well, then that would technically be a fact because you're basing that assessment on a specific set of data. So it comes down to the data points as well. When you talk about like opinions versus facts, that, that's why it comes down to the communication yeah. and what the other it's person the expects. Yeah, yeah, those expectations. If they expect that you mean a fact and it was actually an opinion in your right. intention, right? You now commit a lie of omission the to not correct need them. Need to be clear. Yeah, exactly. Or let's say, for example, right. you say this is an example. Um, Sam Harris wrote a book called Lying. It's like a hundred-page book. And um, yeah, it's more of a pamphlet. I'll read it, it is more I'll of a pamphlet, honestly. I mean, I'll I got the audiobook version, so it's more of like an audible pamphlet. I like how I'm just throwing in Curb Your Enthusiasm references where if you don't just watch it... In an episode about lying, yeah. I sure hope so. I sure hope if you haven't seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, you should really stop listening to this and go watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, something like that. It's way better than this podcast. I mean, that's a lie. It, it is way better. Well, no, what I, I said that's, that that's objectively true. You might be lying about whether you believe it or not, but it's objectively true. It has oh, more awards. I disagree. It's that is objectively true. If you choose, if you choose a criteria, yes, like is, does it earn which earns more or right, which has exactly. more viewers or which sucks we have less? To agree, we have to agree on those criteria, though. Here's right. the example yeah. that Sam gives in his book. You call um, somebody up. Is this a lie? Did you um, really write a book? He, he says, I'm going to call up um, Mark Zuckerberg of Frankly, Facebook. Frankly, the Sam Harris guy sounds made up. And um, so Sam <laughs> goes, I'm standing, I'm standing on the, the road <laughs> right at the boundary to the White House in Washington, D.C. And he calls up Mark Zuckerberg and says, hey, it's Sam Harris. I'm calling from the White House. Yeah. That is a way of lying by telling the truth, right? Yeah, it's he's an using, accidental text He's on using um, literal... <laughs> He's using literal truth. <laughs> I'm calling from the White House, but he knows when somebody hears that, they think that somebody within the White House staff is calling them, right? And so you can but, say but something did, that's literally true, but, but still he, deceive. But did, did he intend to uh, deceive? Well, that's the difference between whether it's a lie or not, right? right? Yeah, Some people right. clumsily just say things with like horrible, like, like don't you know if you say <laughs> that, you'll interpret 
you know, something a certain way. Well, that's why I feel in the media they call a lot of what Trump says. They they don't actually they'll say, oh, Trump lied this many times today. Trump lied sixty times today. But they'll also say like, no, these are falsehoods, right? Right. Because they're statements that are either not applicable or it's not. You know, he might say a fact that's true, but it actually doesn't. That's happen. what good liars do. Is it's they, a logical fallacy. They muddy right? the waters up yeah. enough that yeah. so, it's but, hard to tell when they lied. How yeah. they like you don't know even and where to start. It's just a mess. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, to what people, degree it's a lie. People also are dumb. So you can lie, like you can make them believe your lie without directly lying. And you can also repeat a lie as a fact enough times and it'll take traction. And since this is a podcast about lying, of course, this is when I'm going to bring Donald Trump, our President Trump up, because he is a per- I'd have to say I- I'm not a fan of his, but I don't say this disparagingly, just factually. He is a professional liar and like totally misrepresenter. Yeah. That's what you do in real estate. You, you convince someone that the property you're buying from them is, is amazing. Worth- no, no, that you're buying. I'm buying these oh. buildings. They're worthless. Sell them to me, and then you turn around and turn them into buildings and make way more money off of it. Like you, you know, you, you're just the very nature of his job. But then also his personal character. He lies all the time. Uh, but he he did a whole thing about trying to blame the Federal Reserve for something. A tweet, and I thought this was between other unhinged tweets about personal attacks on TV shows and stuff. But he takes a shot at the Federal Reserve. And he says, uh, as your president, one would think I would be thrilled with our very strong dollar. I am not, exclamation point. The Fed's high <laughs> interest rate level in comparison to other countries is keeping the dollar high. So he says in comparisons to other countries, but the Fed's uh, interest rate, I'm pretty sure, is like at a record level for the U.S. right now. A record level uh, low? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is making it more difficult for our great manufacturers like Caterpillar, Boeing, John Deere, and our car companies and others to compete on a level playing field with su- substantial Fed cuts. And he puts that in caps. There is no inflation, in quotes, and no quantitative tightening. The dollar will make it possible for companies to win against any competition. We have the greatest companies in the world, blah, blah, blah. And he keeps going. But the same cannot be said of the Federal Reserve. So he, he puts a bunch of blame on the Federal Reserve for something that, like, doesn't affect them, you know? And, I mean, uh, that's way over my head. He sounds like a smart guy. Right? Yeah, yeah he Trump 2020. He used a lot of words in caps as far <laughs> as I can tell. He sounds smarter well, than Yang, to be All honest. he said was Fed cuts, because <laughs> when they do start raising interest <laughs> rates again, back to match inflation, it's going to cause like a, a squeeze in the economy, and then everyone's going to try to blame him, and he's going to be like, I've been clear about the Fed before. But I didn't They're understand what you said. Like, what are the odds that also the average American under like the average person who already agrees? Oh, with maybe that's going to be his technique yep. if he if he if he's yep. anticipating debating someone like Yang. Yeah, is he's just going to like learn how to say fancier sounding things and did, that did nobody you, will did look you hear into. What Yang said he was on the H three podcast yesterday, and he said. If I get the nomination and get to debate Trump, I win the election. He said he's there's no way he beats me in the debates. Yeah, he's he said I'll, I'll keep in mind win. Yang is uh, a like essentially a professional debater like yeah. in like real debate. Yeah, games. I th- I think de- debate well, wise he's their best chance. I think he, he would was, do way better than Biden. I think he would do way better than Bernie. I think he would do way better than they, Warren. They would play Are the same serious? game that Trump's playing. Yeah, Warren would try to. Try Yang to would play, play the the, the 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 dimension of higher chess than whatever Trump's playing. Uh, check out our latest blog post. That's right. Four D chess, baby. He's doing it. Well, also interest rates were cut in the <laughs> 07 real estate crisis, so they have to get them back up to stay with inflation. And 
that's been coming for a while, and he wants to be able to blame them on it. And, and I'm really also just, so bored by this. You can't topic just not charge. Yeah, that okay. I kind of believe him. You know, just because it's so boring. It's so like if I'm saying. At, Do you as, think Andrew Yang's a liar? Do you no, think he lies I, regularly? I, don't think so. I, I was convinced. Okay, how how is he going to be a politician then? I was convinced with that clip when they asked. Uh, uh, Buttigieg, what's your favorite curse word? And he goes, oh, well, I don't think that's a very good idea for me to say on the record. And then they cut to Yang and they say, what's your favorite curse word? And he just goes, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because it's... It's so powerful. It's yeah, uh, yeah, it's the most evocative. evocative. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just like, yeah, that's a really honest answer. Yeah. Because you, know? you got fuh. You know, the fuh. Well, so like, what he's oh, doing... Yeah. His explanation the hard even K. is very honest. Not just yeah. the word that he chose, but his explanation. It's succinct, but also very real. And, and you can say, like you're pointing out, Johnny, yeah, that's a good answer let's and just a good say, explanation. Let's just say it's a level realer than most politicians. Well, yeah, he's not a politician. And this is the thing about radical honesty. If, if you're going to be totally radically honest, this is a, a movement called radical honesty. It means if you notice the thought in your head, you yeah. have to say it and you make a rule. I can't do that. And so you're sitting with a girl at lunch yeah, exactly. and you'd have to say, I just checked out your legs. Like That's you have not to- what I would say. <laughs> That's what the invention of lying is like, the movie. Yeah. People just, they live in a world like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just that, say what's on their mind. Isn't that, that's like one of the, the uh, iconic Louis clips uh, from one of his earlier stand-ups where he says the the problem with you know hitting on a girl at a bar is that the only honest thing you can say just kind of cold open to a girl that you meet at a bar is hi nice to meet you I'd love to fuck your face yeah <laughs> he's yeah. like that would be the honest thing for most guys who yeah. try to I'm hook approaching up with a girl you at a because bar, so. yeah because you have the kind of face I would like to do that with but th- there's two. no peacocking there that's not what humans do we have to like ah like so, so th- like, this guy yeah. that started the radical mm-hmm. honesty movement. Um, he, I'm, let me get his name. I, I gotta say, ha- ha- being married for four years now. Yeah, how's that going? If, if, it's great. But <laughs> happy anniversary, by the way. Oh yeah, Thank happy thunkiversary. Yeah, we were one year ago on today. We were recording Seinfeld. Oh God, really? Yeah, up in Massachusetts. Oh God, that was a year. Because I remember you had to go because you were like, "Fuck, I gotta go to my anniversary." Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I did that first this time, so we're good. Yeah, that time was a day cast. I missed those, dude. I was so hungover that next day. Oh God, yeah. Jesus, that was awesome. But uh, (laughs) but if like you don't like, I try to be very honest in spirit, in the spirit of honesty. Like our relationship is good that way because if you keep secrets that you don't want them to find out, they. You know, like it what? just erodes trust, and then you start feeling bitter like and on edge all the What's time. What's an example? I mean, like, if you like, you know, like let's say you're cheating on your spouse, and you like have to keep that secret from them. Like it, it's going to erode your own. Like you'll become a toxic person. Your own psyche will get lie. fucked. Yeah, it eats away at Not most if I'm people. A lunatic. Yeah, but you know, most people it would eat away at them. Even bad people who might still cheat. But if I just never lied ever. Then that would be terrible too, because sometimes, like when someone's freaking out, you got to tell them everything's going to be okay. You don't know if everything's going to be okay. This is a chaotic universe. We're I, I think there's a, I think a there's a, a better way to do that that isn't lying though. I think I lie less as I get older because I notice that even today I was conferencing with students, and normally in the past when we run out of time, like like there was a student today and she showed up late to her conference, and she said, "Can we?" go over we were supposed to go over one paper and she said can we go over the other one and normally in the past i would say oh no we don't have time i have another student but i actually didn't it was it was just i had a break after her and i said yeah you know you showed up late you get your time and then i'm done and she was like what well, and i said yeah you no. said it more directly yeah, yeah. and i said no i don't i'm not i said i don't want to do that 
And she just kind of looked at me as if, wait, what kind of game is this that you're just telling me that you don't want to work with me on my paper? You're I'm like, kind of like, yeah, hey, you part, of the, part of the lesson here today is you were late and... But isn't that a you good lose? Isn't that but isn't that a <laughs> good, good lesson? Because other people would still lie to you, and I feel as if I, I, I that's actually what maybe you're trying to valuable. say is. <clears throat> and I said I'll meet with you again. A different there's an time. amount of lie telling you know? that most people would say I can't do that, even though they could. They just don't want to. Right. Ex- right? And I said no. Well, I just I can't. don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I use we lie about for scheduling stuff all the time. Someone you don't want to hang out with asks you to hang out. I oh, can't do it. I try to do yeah. less of that though. But that's I, I did that the other day to someone. This was great. You'll love this. They, they, I knew they, I, I knew they were going to have this, uh, this party and they invited me to their party and they hadn't yet. And they invited me and I, I knew what day it was. And I just remembered as soon as I was like, Oh, how am I going to get out of this? And then I remembered as soon as I had told them, uh, as soon as they said it to me, I went, oh, I actually, I'm busy that night. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. When is it? <laughs> I jumped the gun. <laughs> oh, man. And I said I couldn't go. And then Even you just I really said, couldn't, what? Like but somebody I really, was calling your name. Oh, yeah, I'll be right there. But yeah, I pulled one of those. But I really, Did they notice I really, you did the routine backwards? <laughs> maybe, but I really couldn't go. But I, like, got, I got excited that I remembered I had an excuse I didn't have to come up with. I was like, oh, yeah, I can't go. Oh, wait, what? Like, sorry, finish your sentence. When is it? And so they clearly (laughs) thought I was lying, which is almost worse than me knowing ahead of time and like already planning. Let's just say that definitely fits the category of a lie. You're a real piece of shit. But I didn't actually lie. I told the truth. I was busy. I it, just the way I did it, it gave it gave across that I would have I would have lied. It's acting without to. acting. Is what it is. <laughs> so and yet it's all lying. <laughs> in in terms of the That's white what it's lie, about, right? A lot of people would say like, oh, you, you do that to protect people in in a white lie, right? Well, so, sometimes you do. So Joe, let's say yeah. y- you know you're you're showing me a piece of work that you're like, I want to get this published. Yeah. And I read it, and my genuine opinion is this is a piece of shit. Yeah. For me to not indicate my Mm -hmm. dissatisfaction with it in some way, no matter how I might lie on a very small scale to, like, brace the impact when I tell you, like, I really didn't like it. Yeah. But for me to tell you I think it was great, hell yeah, that's hurting you. Yes, You have missing knowledge in your life, and you asked me, I'm, I'm assuming, right, this is why... It's exactly Jerry Seinfeld covered this already. He goes, you know, the restaurant closes, and and he's like, I tell them when I don't like the food now, because otherwise, you know, the radio comes by. Even if you don't like the food, how is everything? It's good. It's great. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'll never come back. You know, and then yeah, you just never go back. And then what happens? They close. Oh, why they close? I don't know. Everyone said the food was good. (laughs) And it's you know, it's even the people running it. They're like, I don't know why my business failed. It's because nobody was willing to say, yeah, it's a little dry. But that's the problem is that yeah. pe- people are <laughs> they, so they're shitty cooking at- dry chicken and everyone says it's moist. People like, are not, so shitty. Not at- all people are always looking for feedback. So you're you've, yeah, you've right. nailed something, Luke, because I'm sure that happens with writing, but it definitely has happened with homebrew. There's a lot of bad homebrewers out there who make shitty beer. Right. Yeah. So when I make a beer that I know isn't great and someone says they like want to try some, or maybe it's someone who I respect that they're like beer tastes. We've had beer conversations yeah. and I want them to try homebrew. I'll I'll sometimes give them like if I have one that didn't turn out great I'll give them a good one and I'm like oh yeah it's great I like it and then I'll give them one that's like uh, like I messed up not to get too nerdy but I messed up the fermentation so I stressed the yeast out this beer has a very like green appley flavor that's kind of inappropriate for it yeah. I'll know right. it's there and it's not a good beer and I'll give it to them and they're like oh it's good it's it's good I like it with the voice going up at the end yeah. oh yeah, yeah it's, it's good, good. Yeah, it's and not bad it's like okay now that I know you're gonna lie to me about it I'm never gonna give you any more of my beer because. It's the people that I'll be talking to, and I'll give them a beer that 
and like that, and they'll go, whoa, this is this is off, this or that. Because that'll be the same person that when I think I made a good one, they're like, no, there's a hint of this or that that I won't pick up on too. Right. Yeah. People. You know I mean, they'll be like, oh, it's okay, but you know, it's too much this or it's too much. That's someone who I know will give me an honest opinion. I actually, so I always tell people when they try my beer. I'm almost happier when you give me negative feedback than positive because I know well, it's, it's more not amazing. Yeah, and I know I need input. That's no, you're not, right. Oh, it's, it's good. It's, it's the that's same. Useless. It's the same as writing too, and it's the same with anybody who's doing anything that they're trying to improve at. If you're actually trying to improve at it, you want. I mean, we call that in in any like creative setting where you're continually working on stuff. You, you would call that constructive criticism, right? Totally. The, mm-hmm. the problem is that a lot of people. Unless you know how to, that's actually a skill to know how to do because people who don't know how to do that and people who aren't ready for that type of critique, if you're just like, oh, it, it, oh, it sucks, that's not useful either. If, and mm. it's funny when we go over, we do. And I, I, when teaching music, I could literally sum up somebody plays something for three minutes, I could go, it sucks. Yeah. Like, right. Because that's true. That's a true statement. Yeah. It's just not helpful. Well, one of the first things we do in writing class is we go over the guidelines for, for if you're going to read somebody else's work, what is actually a constructive way to do that? Because I would say pretty much universally, they don't want to read each other's work. And I think it's pretty much from my conversations I've had with students that they've just gotten shitty feedback and sometimes shitty in the sense that it's just vague. People will cross stuff out or they'll write bad. It's like a Reddit comment. <laughs> yeah, they'll write bad. And I say, and I, I have a list of, of ways, the things that you don't want to do like that, where you would say, bad, wh- what is that? What is bad about it? The, the language, the word choice, the example, the detail of the example. Yeah. And I always say, you're better off giving one very detailed comment and explanation on what and how and why could be done better than 10 comments that don't go exactly. into that level of depth. That's way more useful. I remember in undergrad, I got um, a, like a writing paper back from yeah. like one of the writing 102 kind yeah. of things, that, the thing that you teach yeah. now. And um, the paragraph I wrote for the intro was like a bunch of fluff. And then I had like a really good, I found like a solid sentence maybe yeah. on the fifth sentence. Yeah. And she crossed out the whole like three sentences yeah, before right. it and just said, you should open with this. Yeah. And that really like kind of clued me into the fact that like sometimes you just need to like start writing yeah right start in a place and yeah. people will get the the concept later right but you need to just start with with a voice not with a like fluffy like what's going on but notice you know, how notice how, how as you say even being speci- more specific to the uh point of saying crossing that out and saying start here is still wildly more <laughs> effective than just crossing out that opening part and not saying and anything. saying bad. <laughs> or saying bad, because then the question is, well, do I Sad. put something in its place? Do I change what's already there? Do I start with where she stopped crossing things out? And if that is, in fact, the case, you want to make it clear. And yeah. like you say, you you sort of in, in intuitively figured out, oh, this is why, because I can be more direct, I can be more engaging by opening with this Well, th- that opening sentence was yeah. something that makes you go, huh. Let yeah. me read the next sentence. Right. You yeah. know, whereas the other stuff was like, yeah, you're saying a bunch of stuff faster, faster, faster. Yeah. You know, like that energy. Faster. <laughs> like you're boring. Come on. Come on faster. Yeah. So there, there's there's certainly, a, a, a I think, a place for that type of criticism that, you know, again, just, just saying kind of very binary, yes or no, good or bad, that's not necessarily, that's almost as useless as saying, oh, it's just great. Right. But sort of giving any amount of context as to how or why that's the case. What did you say? It's tremendous. Tremendous, tremendous, huge, stellar, huge. I got, I got to throw out this huge. quote. Yeah. It's classic in terms of lying. 
if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. Mark that, Twain, right? Is that true? Is that Mark Twain? What it means it sounds is like, like you're making it up. Uh, it's. I think it's definitely Mark Twain. Great guy, by yeah, the way. It sounds like him. Huge he was guy. a good guy. When when huge, you tell a lie in this field, or like still doing great have, work. In other words, if it finally every, getting recognized, yeah, getting recognized more are and you more guys all the time. In Trump voice. I can't uh, tell. Yeah. Uh, bigly. Oh, speaking <laughs> of Trump, Trump, by the way, soundbite. one of the reasons that he's so popular is oh, that he's such a dick. He was he was more truthful than him. the other politicians he was going That's against, true. including Hillary. That's well, right? it's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, well, he was emotionally true. He was doing what they yeah. call counter. Yeah, I would agree with that. He was doing what they call counter signaling, right? In politician sure. world, you're supposed to act a certain way, and he was saying, "Fuck those rules. I'm just going to be." say my thoughts which is so also people, what yang's doing now people understood him as being genuine genuine yeah even though he's a lying and then they didn't shit. realize that he's also a genuine liar well he realized like, that's a strat that's a, a tactic and it worked it's a great especially tactic, yeah. A, yeah. if he were going against obama and that like the timing of obama coming up yeah and, like i don't think trump would have won oh i don't think so i think either. obama yeah. would have been obama speaking to the McCain people for the same reason. I think Trump saw that and thought, I can do this if this Obama guy did. Because McCain was running on the, you know, yeah, neocons, we got two wars going, but it's their fault you know, <laughs> that, that we were coming out of the Bush era with. Yeah. And he's coming out with like, no, things aren't going great. Like Bush said, go out and just keep spending money. Don't worry about the recession. He's like, no, families are in trouble. We need health care. Everyone's freaking out about their health care. No one's talking about it. And we're like, yeah, you're right. And then that's why he got bogged down for six of his eight years in Obamacare. But, uh, Wow, he uh, would say that. But Obama he, he, he definitely did. told but many, many he, lies. That's he, not as many as Trump, a, probably. But he he got a le- we're talking about like telling a truth to the elect the 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 candidate electorate conversation, which is brief and very intermittent. It seems because as soon as they get in office, it's over. Yeah. But uh, so I think yeah. Trump saw Obama did that. Different and said, game I can once do they're that. in office, especially if it, yeah. especially against Hillary. And because Hillary was just said was doing business as usual, you know, America's great. We're going to keep on with the Obama direction. And people in the middle of the country were like, things aren't great. Yeah. Definitely not great for us. Like, we thought Washington left us behind 20 years ago. It's obvious you did. It's not that my husband coast, got fired for like an yeah. explainable reason. Like, there's no jobs. Nobody has jobs. China. Right. And then people, people on the coast that she was appealing to, like, yep, uh, it's going to be more Democrats. That's well, that's how us. you win the popular vote by 3 million, but lose by almost 100 electoral votes. Well, yeah. yeah, but even those people, so no, but that's a why decent amount of those people were like, no, things aren't great out here either for us. It's not just the I live on the, the coast. Things are only mildly okay. Oh, things are awesome. What are you talking about? You live near water, dude. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's pretty but You great. guys are doing a lot better. You don't have like three kids and a, like a... a a, con, you a know, mortgage like, in can Iowa. Can you imagine having? <laughs> I definitely three don't kids. have three kids and a mortgage in Iowa. But no, that's why I mean that's the problem with Democrats. So I'm saying things aren't great. You don't do have you the option have time to have to a think. family if you guys you wanted. That's the problem. Yeah. So and, and and Trump definitely tapped into that. Like I heard some pundit call it the emotional truth, where he he was yeah. speaking to the people. Your jobs are all gone. I bet China and Mexico took it. We now know thanks to thanks to Andrew Yang, it's the robots. But the robots. Uh, well, they like say he, Trump he supporters take him metaphorically, it. and we take him literally when we're against Trump. We're like, look how stupid he is, but they feel what he's saying. Well, because he he is right that you've been getting screwed over by Washington. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He put a bunch of lobbyists and corporate, you know, interests in charge. He knows the Exxon Mobil became his secretary of state for God's sake. That's not draining the swamp. 
Yeah. Uh, it's putting an oil company in the fucking White Those House. people are working three jobs. <laughs> they can't keep point, up with but, the details of politics. You know what I mean? But well, he, he did Yeah. But that's what he said. Lion. What did he call her? Not Lion Hillary. What was her name? Crooked Hillary. Crooked, Crooked Hillary. Hillary. Even, and even he, everyone better. kind of assumed she was words hooked. fit. You know, like it's yeah. a, like it's a good. He's a good. Phrase. He's a good marketer. He's a good brand. Yeah, he's that's a good what he does. He's all he, about yeah. branding. He doesn't produce anything. He sells. It, he licenses out Trump. Yeah, which is also a lie. That's not really yeah, his family not, name. It's one it's of those not even things. his name. It's his dad's. What? He his dad started the business and got the reputation for the. You know what I mean? Well, he did you get can't. a small multi-million dollar loan, right, to start out. A modest, Who hasn't among yeah, us? Yeah, a modest. So was, was Andrew Yang lying, or do you think he was telling the truth? Just recently he was asked uh, about, like, oh, should we just, you're an entrepreneur, Trump was an entrepreneur, are we just, no, no, no more politi- political presidents, they're just all going to be entrepreneurs? And he's like, let's get this straight. Like, Donald Trump is not an entrepreneur. He's a licensor of his name and kind of a, uh, Nailed kind it. Of a scammer. Yeah. He said, among entrepreneurs, he, like, none of us take him seriously. Yeah, he's yeah. not, like, a skilled, actually skilled person. Do you person. think he he's was being honest man. there, or was he just kind of lying or being hyperbolic? I, I don't he think... doesn't know what entrepreneurs, all of them, think, does he? I guess he knows a bunch of them. No, no he, I, I, think, I think that's it. If, if he phrased it the way you just phrased it, that's being honest enough to to he's saying i've spoken to probably 500 entrepreneurs and, I, and they're among up. the top entrepreneurs and we all kind of laugh at the fact that trump is considered See, that category yeah there's this like you like zeitgeist you of think trump's full of shit yeah. yeah no i don't when think you, that's hyperbole like it, even yeah i don't think that's i wouldn't that I, and that sounds about right i mean i trust what he says about running a business way more than trump and he he's How very open is, about his failing business like right. like the the first business he started that totally failed like but the Trump second wouldn't one worked, admit so to a, failure right yeah he, he's had several but he is president he didn't fail I mean, that he, one he nailed it for sure but so so what other candidate tells the truth i think a bunch mm. do and it's not going it might not necessarily help all right what is you the know, truth elizabeth warren thinks she's telling the truth what's the truth she thinks she's a very truthful honest na- uh, first sorry first nations individual <laughs> what's uh, the truth though she believes that and that's fine but i don't think she could beat trump and and she you know that she's doing the moral thing and telling the tr- her truth i don't know but, why i think that's so funny i you said I, that I in such it. like I'm a, calling this such like a diggishly <laughs> trumpy way <laughs> I'm calling this out now. If it's Trump for. versus Elizabeth Warren, Trump will, Trump will go <laughs> on stage. Oh my god! Oh my god! He might. No, I, I don't know if he will. I also think Trump would. Win I think he'd be more likely. Oh, to totally. Make a I think he joke. would win. P- the, the, the Democrats don't seem to care about like who should we pick that will be best against Trump. They just seem to be yeah. like, let's just all be so self-absorbed that we don't realize we're ruining it again. Well, this is why I was writing about the other day in in the blog post I wrote about Andrew Yang and how did that work out for Democrats in 2016? Not well. And they're, they're playing so, the same game. The, well, their camps are doing the same thing where they feel feel as if Trump is so hated and Trump is so disliked in <coughs> in general that now's our chance to get Bernie. Now's our chance to get Warren in. Now's our chance to get whoever your your person is. And Biden is there as the fallback. Now's our chance. Yeah, Biden's the fallback, yeah. Yeah, now's they our chance. They probably told Biden to run. He didn't want to, something like that, you know? I don't know. I, I kind of am worried. Uh, you know how we all think that there's the room full of cigarette smoking, 
Dude, yeah, man. big leather you, you, chairs. Are you, think, are you thinking what extinct, I'm thinking that they don't exist? With extinct animal heads on the walls. Yeah, and they're planning <laughs> things out. They're reading the memos <laughs> from the aliens. Glarnax uh, is yeah, there. Yeah, they're reading the, the alien the memos and Nebula. deciding he, things. Yeah. Is Sasquatch yeah, on that Glarnax is there. He's there to pick up his his batch of baby livers. And, Sasquatch and isn't even a, a head on them. the wall. Sasquatch is at the table in the He's at the table with them. Yeah, they're snorting ground up unicorn horn. Like, they're the guys that run the world. Like, that is kind of scary in the conspiracy theorist mind but this that's is the because YouTube it's much right more now. scary to think that they don't exist <laughs> and this is all just happening randomly and I'm kind of worried after, after the Trump he, election I think I think that's more I've like I started it to think that yeah. I used to think things were a lot more fixed Johnny up, I have like another theory though we're after the same Trump age became president it could just be growing like, up mm. you know what I mean no, well, I, we are. We, but also, I think we had definitive proof in an outsider like Trump coming. Yeah, I agree with that. What both sides wanted. I've, but I've also become more suspicious in simulation theory. Yeah, since yeah. The RNC this. wanted like, Jeb. They wanted Jeb against Hillary. And, and they and, thought he could win. And then, the, like they, the Democrats really thought Hillary might be able to steal a single term after eight years of Obama because Obama, you know, was pretty good compared to Bush. They really thought that, and now they really think. I don't know. I don't think anyone's thinking. No, I, think- I disagree, Johnny. I think that they think, and when I say they, I mean the people <laughs> with the fucking Sasquatch heads. Um, uh, the them. The <laughs> them. Like Either on you, the walls or on their bodies. Joe, I, you think what them thinks. I, the them. I, no, I you talk that, about them, I think that they they're thought, coming for me, that's them. Right? No, I think they thought like Putin did, which is, oh, this is great. Trump's a, a fucking dummy shill that I can manipulate and use to my own industrial complex of whatever advantage. So I think yeah. there are still people like a bunch but of Trump's mi- actually not like easy c- to manipulate cigar smoking Mickey Mouse's in the room going, Oh, this guy will be great. He'll give us tons of funding, bitch. Oh. I read something bad to yes the other and day no about- though. I think it's I think it's more emergent than that. It's 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 yeah, more, it can be both. It's more just like people lying, uh-huh. telling people they're doing one thing, and everybody knows what they're actually. I'll steal doing. your oil. So uh-huh. so President Trump uh-huh. gets elected, and a cabal of of you <laughs> know narco capitalistic, uh-huh. like, subscribe, uh-huh. imperialists don't uh, don't aren't the ones who put him in there. Do they all just kind of look at each other and don't even have to say it, be like? Uh, well, now that the the shady you know businessman from New York's in, we're all going to get paid, right? Because they really are. Like oh, the economy. I read paid. something about the Don't percentage about of GDP that. that is stock buybacks and um, like acquisitions. Companies are using this as a chance to buy other companies because there's low taxes or I whatever would. on okay. st- corporate taxes, and it's really just rich people getting getting like paid because stock buyback is where a company sells stock to make money right or they pay it out to employees as a benefit then every now and then when they have a bunch of money instead of doing something with it like paying employees more they'll buy back a bunch of stock so only the wealthy invested this is great details about lying make any money yeah yeah why did i bring this up it's still <laughs> interesting we're derailing hard so, oh, how GDP is a lie. I was, I was getting oh, yeah, to that that's right. oh, very sure, slowly. Yeah. Well, We're GDP is a lie because just, of what people think of it, right? What it means. Yeah, it's me- People mis- think it means one thing, so. and Dude, people a, use it knowing that people... So uh, that's the definition lie. of a lie, because you're knowingly saying something, knowing that the person... I already said knowingly. You're it's, knowingly it's, saying something GDP that is just, the person will GDP misinterpret. GDP is just so gross. Right. So if oh, if Trump says an emotional Domestic truth product. by telling a literal lie, <laughs> oh, you can tell you. an emotional <laughs> lie that's literally true. <laughs> well, yeah, something can be literally true and figuratively false, and it can be literally false and figuratively true. Right, but I'm just giving that as the GDP is is, is a, a lie in that way. You lying sack of shit. 
And I think that confusion. Well, this is, is why, why I thought that use of concentration camp as a as a word by uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was we'll, so dishonest and welcome, because and welcome, she ladies was being and literally true while being figuratively false. To our latest episode, all about how and, Luke defends racism. Yeah, go ahead. I Luke. want to get into this because <laughs> that's continue. the big problem I think in American politics. But can we frame it is, under the lying thing though? We, we're 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 supposed to be arguing literal truths, and we're we're like fighting in the plane above that in the meta, and we're not agreeing on the same terms so people argue on different levels we're playing chess times. versus checkers and it and makes no fucking sense it makes no fucking that's actually sense, a really good yeah. way to think about and, it and yeah. so like when you when, when, yeah, when something fits a literal <laughs> definition like a concentration camp a camp where you're detaining uh, a concentrated group of people for a sp- you're, like you're taking a group until i was in fifth grade i thought it was a place where people learn how to like focus yeah and they drink orange juice <laughs> I really thought that it's made from I heard the phrase from so many times, yeah. and I, I just imagined in my like little kid brain, like, well, I know what that word means, and I know what a camp is, so yeah, it must be of that. Of course, but that's not what Fair it enough. is. It has a very specific meaning, and these detainment centers along our southern border technically qualify for. I agree but, with that. So that's, that's why it's a literal literally truth. true statement. And so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're talking about you were trying to law. say that metaphorically, exactly. it, or, yeah. or let's say emotionally, <laughs> it's not true. Metaphysically, or whatever, is it's it, it, in, figuratively it's not in the same spirit yeah. as a historical concentration camp yeah. archetype, which would be the Holocaust of Europe in the World War Number Twos. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> the World War of Number Twos. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I still say you're wrong though, because they're definitely concentration camps. All right, you I'm going like, to go pee and let you guys duke this out. You just don't like the term, so then we have to come up with new terms. It, it's actually it's actually concentration qu- camp light. It's level actually one, quite a bit deeper than that. Like basically, you know of the concept of spirit of the law versus letter of the law. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about. But in terms of reality, but we have right? to be careful that we're not actually opposing each other in what we believe so much as um, we're we're showing that there is fundamentally two different ways of interpreting a definition of anything. A law definition, many, many or a concentration ways. camp definition, and so right. there's no see, doubt this is that, where, this that is where her I saying did. that is literally true. Yeah, but in the spirit of the law, you say, well, even though Jon Snow left and broke his oath, for example, it's Jon fucking Snow, and clearly the letter of the law did not account for the fact that a person like Jon Snow exists. Okay, I don't think kids in cages and Jon Snow saving the world from a tyrant <laughs> are the same at all, but okay. No, Way no, to conflate no. the I'm two. That was really good. I'm just trying to distinction between letter and no, spirit of the law. I know what you're saying, and the problem is I disagree with you on both levels. We, When we were arguing about it, we were arguing. You thought I was arguing the metaphorical or the literal. You know what I mean? I, I actually do disagree. I know what you're trying to say, but I I, I do think they Sorry, are concentration camps. Sorry, I disagree with in her the usage pe- of it. No, no, that's I I think the the use her usage and the the interpretation the 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 imagery people have when they hear concentration camp. I think it's appropriate for the situation down there because the I, I personally think those people are lacking in their basic but human rights. But that's dishonest communication so, by her, and she could have accomplished. So. It's it's like my argument ultimately about that whole usage of the term concentration camps by AOC is basically that it's a less effective way to fix a problem and it's more of a narcissistic problem with her that she knew if she said that word that 
that the news cycle would be all about her. And I think fundamentally, okay, well, you're putting part of her I is trying know. to be good, but I think she's just all about attention. You well, you're assigning you're assigning a lot of motive there. Uh, if we just stick to the facts of it, uh, like the, the facts is what she said and how she said it, and it part doesn't of how matter, she said it, it infers these emotions. Yeah, and it doesn't it, it doesn't matter if she could stop them or not. It's. I don't think that changes what they are, and it does. What it does change like how effective what she says is, like how it's received. But you by don't people. know. You don't know. So she has you're a super assigning, low approval rating. But but you're su- you're assigning motive Liar. to her to her That's intent low. right there, you're right? Low. You're you're assuming her intent, <laughs> whereas you don't know. She might be so obsessed with telling the truth, whether or not she thinks it's helpful, that she had to say it. So you know, I did I mean? not read she that energy. In her... I read a twisted young woman energy. Wow. <laughs> Why does her? Yeah. What does her being a woman have anything? To wow. Do with what does me having kids? a man have there's anything kids, to do? Like, you're, you're kids, having I don't know. You, why are you bringing tonight, that Luke? up? What does that have to do with concentration camps? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I think both the masculine and the feminine have oh have God. ways <laughs> of of sort of do- becoming imbalance and dialing up the negative aspects and and be, be you know just becoming something know. what the hell are you talking about i think if i worked if i was an idealist american <laughs> who thought public Jesus. office was worthwhile and i got elected and i thought i saw and witnessed fucking concentration camps in america i would say it even if it wasn't politically prudent let right? me say it this way she, she got not her that being chance. fully true she's not spiritually true <laughs> wow you don't sound like a right-wing nut job at all now i didn't feel her truth and when someone's <laughs> speaking truth to me, you, I better feel it. When Andrew Yang speaks, speaking truth I, to you. she I sent out a his, tweet. I, no, it so wasn't. It was a video. For some it was? Yeah, it was a video of her doing yoga. And she looked about? like an angry... No, you're talking about Tulsi Gabbard. I, <laughs> no, not that yoga. Doesn't she do yoga on her Instagram? Yeah, I showed you that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Johnny, the other day, I was like showing Joe like Tulsi Gabbard's yeah. like yoga from her Instagram. And Luke's like, I'd vote for I'm her. I'm like, you know, maybe we should donate to her. Like, she's not making the fall debates yet, but like, come on, we should make this happen. Like, <laughs> It's good yoga. It's really good yoga. <laughs> I love how we tried to talk about lying and then immediately went into like concentration camps, uh, gender and <laughs> objectification of women. And yeah, and and yeah, she is a very pretty lady, though. I would definitely vote for her if you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, that's why Rogan supported her, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I think because she because she's in the military, so he's like, oh, so you, you shoot guns and shit? Okay, yeah, would be the perfect right. couple. He was thinking. able to bro out with her, whereas when Bernie was on, like, oh, I, I watched that yesterday. What they talk, I can't imagine what they talked about behind the scenes. Bernie's just too intense. Uh, his interview with Joe Rogan, if you watch he the interview... He came across as cynical. He And he's looking down the whole time. He's like, the thing is that we're screwed. I think he's just tired. Uh, he looks exhausted. Yeah, he's yeah. just going to his, his numbers and his stump speech. I mean, it yeah. was a good interview because... He's I, got a list of things he wants to get across to Rogan. Do you know what the thing with Bernie is? Yeah. It, he's almost like a tragic figure to me because he's so... I feel like... He's very well, Daniel waterhouse and I think. Yeah, I feel like listening to all the candidates, like it, there, there's something about him that seems very genuine, like more so than a lot of the others, but I, I just don't know if he has the if he has the tools to actually get that across. Something seems missing. I, I think it's the I was more excited by him. And really believed that he might beat Hillary in 2016. And I think yeah, him doing I, that was this time. now I is think, a little bit. It just feels. Yeah. It feels like a you're trying desperate. to surf a wave that the timing is off. Yeah, it is. It's well, a little because, desperate. Yeah. Yeah. What was great in 2016 is he brought these ideas to the mainstream conversation. Yeah. The idea that you should have universal health care or that student debt 
is unfair was like his radical thing. Hillary was like, now, now, more of the same. And so his platforms yeah. become the main platform. So you really don't need all of his crazy burniness if you've gotten the... He's already moved the left politically in the last few... You know what I mean? Or From let's say the left has moved itself or moved, yeah, towards where yeah, he I'm was. I'm assigning him a lot of credit. Yeah, but He's yeah. not even uh, unique yeah. anymore. But yeah, yeah every, we have, I think, better candidates with the better parts of his plan mixed with other ideas. You know what I mean? Enough people have parsed yeah. over his stuff. Yeah. yeah, we don't need old white men. That's what you're saying, right? Like, share, and subscribe. I heard you. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is... Jerry, just remember. It's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> right. That's, that what do you guys true. think about that? Is there's that a, true or not? There's a lot there to unpack, right? There's a lot there to unpack. Let's unpack it. Oh, we're on a podcast. Let's unpack it. Like, share, and subscribe. What are you ever not going to unpack? Thing if if you don't unpack things on a podcast, it's just going to it's just going to stay them? packed, and yeah. then you'll lose it, man. Yeah. And then you got it packed. It's forever packed. I'm curious. I'm actually Sorry, curious. I'm more curious what Full Johnny chair. thinks about this than what I think about this. Yeah, me too. I don't know why, but I I am. All right. Thanks everyone for listening to the Funk Tank podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to help us out, please consider leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, share it with people you think might like it. And if you really want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash thunktankpodcast. We have links to this in, in the episode description and other places. And for as little as $1 an episode, you can help us keep the lights on. And you also get access to a very special Drunk Tank uh, feed of episodes. So every few episodes, we'll have a few more beers and record an extra 20 to 30 minutes of extra thunky, silly uh, whateverness. So there's a separate RSS link you can get from there, and if you put that into a podcast player, you'll get your own separate feed of only the drunk tanks. I think we have about six or seven of them out already, and more to come. Thanks for listening, and stay funky.